Do you sometimes suffer from anxiety? Today, we're talking about the power of words and how they can affect your sense of restful productivity on this episode of Coffee with Tea. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. Today, I'm excited because we're going to catch up with a past guest, and I love talking to this guest. She always gives me some great insight. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Miss Annalise Seaborn. Welcome, my friend. Hi. Thank you so much for having me back, Tanya. Hi, everybody. <laughs> As well, I'm so happy you accepted my invitation to come back. We had, a, I think we had a great conversation last time, and, you know, awesome. we talked about waking your dream and, and you know, what does that look like? But, you know, yeah. before we really dive into it, can you like um, give a refresher of who you are um, and what you do? And then we can dive more into the update, like what's been going on since the last time we've talked. So good. Yes. So I am Annalise Seaborn. Um, I am a certified life coach and I specifically do life design coaching. So I love to help my clients design a life they love. Um, that's what I help women do is kind of ditch the hustle, ditch the anxiety, um, ditch feeling like you're on a hamster wheel and just trade that in for restful productivity. So that's just something too, that I've been stepping more into in my own life for the last couple of years. And it has been so transformative. It's transforming the lives of my clients too. Um, you just get to live in something you didn't think was possible before, just cause you're tweaking a couple ways of thinking and a couple of things that you're doing. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, again, I, you know what, you already piqued my interest because sort of like <laughs> you said, restful, restful productivity. Yes. And so we're going to dive a little bit more into that, but tell a little bit about, you know, we, it's been a little while since we've talked. Yeah. So what's been going on with you, Miss Annalise catches up and let us know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like a lot, like, um, I do a kind of a challenge, uh, with a group of people over here too, over here in Holland, Michigan, um, of doing a word of the year. So I feel like sometimes that's like kind of an interesting grounding thing throughout the year. Like I don't have anything else that I revisit like that. So my word for this year is honesty. That's been a very interesting one because I don't think that we realize on a regular basis how much we're telling little white lies to ourselves about how maybe everything's fine but maybe it's not fine. And maybe it's a little bit scary to think about things that aren't quite going as fine. Right. So it was just a challenge to me to step more into being a real version of me, I guess, even more real. Right. Cause I think we curate a lot in our society. Um, we're just used to it. We're used to presenting the part of us that people will accept and that looks really pleasant and positive and like successful. And um, I've just been challenged to be a lot more actually a lot more close to what I'd say is one of my core values, which is like authenticity and genuineness. Um, am I willing to be real? And am I re willing to be real with myself? And sometimes not all of that is like something you have to share with people, right? But it's more so are you even letting yourself face it? So I feel like that's definitely part of my update is like stepping into that challenge for myself this year has, has been really, really good. Um, very yeah, I can, illuminating. <laughs> I, I like that. But, you know, I've never really thought about the, you know, having a word. So, you know, I, as we're getting ready to close out this year and we're going into yeah. the new new year, you know, grasping a word that might be able to, to aim for, you know, yeah. is really important. So I, I know right. words carry great power. Huge power, huge power. And that's also been 
definitely a theme for me the past couple of years of really doing a lot more of this like thought work, me stepping into my brain and managing my thoughts a lot better and more on purpose, <laughs> not accidentally <laughs> just thinking things all day, which <laughs> used to be my normal for sure. Um, but yeah, the word, it's very helpful. It's like simple, but it's very grounding when you remind yourself, oh, right, this was going to be my focus for a whole year, you know? Right. Expanding. Yeah. I like that because um, I, I guess I do a women's group on Meetup and um, my classic question we just had recently is like, what was your word for yourself? And mm. I guess it adds in for the word of the year. So my word has been classy. So mm. every time I feel like I'm going to go down and, you know, get a uh, ignorant if you want to say sure. <laughs> like I get what you're talking about <laughs> let's keep it classy Tanya let's keep it classy so I guess you know, your your honesty I can yeah. I can definitely see that yeah yeah that's awesome because so, that makes you. you feel more like you doesn't it it does it does it, you know what actually helps me like um you know people I read that book um oh my god by um Stephen Covey um and, it, and oh, I can't yeah. remember. The Seven Habits know. book? Yeah, The Seven Habits yeah, yeah. And he has a, the chapter in there where it's like, start with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So that was really where I figured out, like, you know, at the end of the, you know, when you're like laid to rest and people are coming yeah. to say, what kind of words do you want yeah. them to remember you by? And yeah. I don't think the word ever said, she had so much money. I don't think that's going to come to it. So it'll be right. like, she was so generous. <laughs> she was so honest. Yeah. She was so, so. Those are the words that I yeah. come up with or try to live by because that's where yeah. I want my legacy to be. Right. That's so powerful. And it makes you feel like you're on purpose in your life, no matter what the external stuff looks like. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, like good. I said, <laughs> when you good. feel like the external stuff is coming, you're like, mm -hmm. keep it classy. I don't waver. <laughs> that's so good. So, yeah, I, like I said, uh, you're all, our conversations are always enlightening. And like I said, if you have not, yeah. and I'm referring to the audience, if, mm -hmm. if you have not checked out Annalise's last uh, podcast, we're going to put it down in the description. So please awesome. make sure you check that out because she, she had some good gems because we talked about wakening your, um, your dream and stuff like that. Yeah. But you, again, you piqued my interest when you talked about restful, restful productivity. Yeah. Some people were right, like, Annalise, like, what are you talking about? Doubt that. Yeah, it sounds like opposites. So <laughs> yes, I don't think that's so. what it says. Yeah. Like a paradox. What do you mm -hmm. mean by a restful productivity? Can, can you enlighten us on that? Yes, yes. So talking about words, kind of keeping it in that theme, because this is how it started to make sense to me that like what I was thinking about productivity wasn't completely accurate. So like reminding yourself that a word. Okay, so productivity has always been a really important word for me. I'm I'm kind of wired to be really ambitious. I have a lot of irons in the fire usually. I've got a lot of ideas. I have a lot of goals. I'm very future thinking. Um, productivity has been a very important word. And as I started to like think about, well, if if productivity is something I'm focusing on every day, like all day, every day, pretty much, um, but productivity holds in it, it, it's making me feel some top feelings. Okay. So like pick the word that like matches what you would say your goal is most of the time. So minus productivity. And then like, think of the ways that that's making you feel. So productivity for me, this was a couple years ago when I started like pinpointing this, 
and God was really doing this work in me. I felt like he was really drawing my attention to that. Um, it's making me feel anxious and worried and pressured. Um, and just like there's this heavy, there's this heaviness, but also a compulsion. Like I have to, I have to keep doing, I have to be productive. And I was like, geez, this word, like it, it holds so much weight in my life and it's always my goal. So I always have to be in a relationship with this word. <laughs> and does that mean that I'm always going to feel these things? I just so everybody who's listening, like has some context. I, um, have dealt with depression. I took an antidepressant for about eight years, um, to manage my depressiveness. I, at one point was also approaching my doctor about anti-anxiety because I just had super high through the roof anxiety. Like anytime I wasn't at work. So again, there were connections there that I wasn't really making in the moment, but I was just like, somebody please help me. Just give me a pill. That's what I wanted. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with pills because they do help. But my doctor was initially like, we need to maybe hold off on that and see if there's some other ways to look at this. So she was asking me about stress and that kind of thing. So I went home and I did feel like God was really kind of working with me on like, hey, you're you're not just like, um, you're a body, mind and spirit. You're not just a mind. So, and you're not just externally the impact of what it is you're doing. You're not a doer, you're a being who does. And I'm like, that is so interesting. So bear with me. It's a little bit deep, but it's my own, you know, thing. And I think we have, we each have our own journey to go on with this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like I realized that I was making this word mean only one thing, like productivity only meant to me at the time when I realized this was what I was making it mean was like, my definition of it was like, well, it's got to be work oriented or it's got to be to-do list oriented those are the only things in that category that belong under productivity. And then I was like, well, there's a problem with that because if I'm ever going to prioritize other things than work, then in my current definition of productivity, I will never feel like that's productive. And I'm not okay with that. No wonder I'm feeling anxious and worried and depressed and like all the time, like I never measure up. So it was just a challenge to me to even just isolate one word and say, what does the definition now need to be that I pick to like make my life feel so much better? So I just expanded the category of what's productive. And I'm like, well, obviously it's filling my soul up. Obviously it's giving myself permission to rest, permission to be still, permission to be slow. Because there are things that I do in my life that I can't do at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> but but true, right? Like, and this is what I mean too about how my word honesty this year really helped me kind of focus on that in a different way too, of like, I don't want to tell myself a lie that somehow things could change if I don't change anything. Right. So anyway, so that's restful productivity is where I had to look at my current definition of productivity and say, that's not going to work with my values. And kind of like what you were talking about with your word classy, Tanya, of like how that's aligned with the who you want to be. You want to be generous and good. You want to keep whatever you're doing when circumstances are crazy. You want to keep whatever you're doing aligned with what you really think is important. Right. And 
and that's, that's the beauty of restful productivity. It's like, I, because I'm a Christian and that's where my mentality is, is like, I want to align myself with Jesus teachings. That's what I want to do because it brings me fulfillment and I believe it's true. And so if that's not showing up in my life, then I'm living not in alignment, right? Like then I'm basing it on, I must be basing it on somebody else's idea of success, somebody else's standard of like what making it really is or, and I'm like, dang, no wonder I feel anxious and depressed. Like I'm never going to measure up to somebody else's standard. And if my standard is someone else's, then I'll never measure up to that either. And I'm just like, this is so bogus. Like I'm, I'm redoing this whole thing. So <laughs> I love so it. Like a little it, bit on that. Oh no, I love it yeah. because I, I want you, if I, this is where I like to say, if you've, Annalise has been dropping nuggets and if you've been picking it up, please hit that like button down there. Maybe follow up with some comments mm -hmm. down below because she's really touching on some really key points that I want to uh, dive a little bit more before we close mm -hmm. out. But you, mm -hmm. you, um, I, I wanted to pick up, I wrote down uh, choosing the right words. So basically, you know, we, we latch onto words as, as, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong without actually examining what it really means to a us. Million percent. That's a million percent. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, um, you know, as you're, you know, you do a lot of coaching and stuff like that. So what would your advice be to people who are now like starting to get that aha, that words do matter. Yeah. What would yeah. your advice be to the, somebody who's, who's never really caught that before, you know? Yeah. So just give, give yourself a lot of grace right now. Um, when you first realize you can do something about that, it's kind of a crazy moment and it can feel really overwhelming. But just remember, you have already taken the first step by noticing. Noticing and awareness, those are that's the first step. And every step counts. Again, like thinking about my productivity word, if I was just using that to collect evidence of something that was like, finally happening, I wouldn't collect any evidence of the work I did ahead of time to get there. Right. And that's not helpful. Like that doesn't make me feel like I'm moving. Right. So like, yeah, I would say if this is standing out to you and you're like, oh, right. Like, well, I think I'm doing this for the first time. Writing is your best friend. Okay. So like get yourself a journal just purely for these types of things. And I would encourage you to write, like do a, I call it a thought interview. Where when you find a thought that you're currently thinking that you're like, I don't think I want to be thinking that, write the current thought down and then just interview it. Just be like, now, why would I think that? Where is that coming from? Why would that be important to me? Um, and then once you think that you're, you're pretty close to the, to the root answer there, I want you to think, do I agree with this or do I want to replace it with a better thought? Right. Right. And then give yourself an idea of what the better thought would be. So it's it's that kind of work where you're really giving yourself um, grace and space to see what you're currently already thinking and what your definition of your word would be. Because I know that you've been thinking about your words, too, that are most important to you and that really identify what's going on in your day. You know, even the role that you have, like I know for moms, being a mom is an enormous part of like what you think that your life is about. So I even would encourage you to like put mom like on the top of your paper and then just ask yourself, what am I talking about? What am I talking about when I say mom? What do I expect myself to be doing if I'm a good mom? What does good mom mean to me? Right. So that's just another example. 
but ask your brain those questions because then you really start to get a clear picture on what's going on inside of you instead of letting it all play out in your actions without even being aware of why. Right. Good point. I like it. So yeah, I, I we're we're getting close to the time. Um, yeah. like I said, it's amazing how fast it is crazy how fast. Right. Um, but I want uh, you know, I always like to ask, like, what's the one thing that you want people to take away from this interview yeah. if they don't hear anything else from you? What's the one thing you want them to understand? Yeah. Um, that this this kind of work and this kind of being aware and changing, um, hectic productivity to restful productivity is just a matter of you giving yourself permission. You're the one in charge of your life. You get to step in at any time and give yourself permission to make a different type of choice. And it takes slowing down and writing down your thoughts to get this work really going for you. So give yourself permission. You have the permission. There's no adult that you have to be like, hey, can I have permission to do? No, that's you. <laughs> you get to do that. <laughs> right. And, and also my the first coach, coaching session with me is free. And I just want anybody to know that the, anybody can take me up on that. I would welcome that's what I'm here for. Well, thank you, Miss Annalise, because that segues into my next question. Where can people find more information about you, your services, yes. and what you do? Yes. So I have a link tree link that I would really encourage people to just go to because that's the most updated for sure. Um, it has all of my social media on it and stuff like that. It's linktree.com backslash coach Annalise. And that's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. So basically every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> but go there and then click on your discovery session button. The discovery session button, that'll get you your free chat with me. And I'd love to. I would love to talk with you. Yeah. Again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for connecting with Thank me. And I wanted to also... Again, make sure you check out Annalise's first interview that she did with me. And it's a pleasure to have you here. And my unofficial question, of course, is would you willing to come back? Maybe talk about some more great stuff. I'd love to. I would <laughs> love to. It would be an honor. Thank you. Thank you. And um, for those who are, I, I got to give a little shout out to, because if you notice, I changed my background. So I want to thank Miss Judy Gasway for my wonderful, uh, she gave me that beautiful pot and that beautiful money. Uh, uh, oh, help me. Uh, the lucky bamboo. I'm sorry. <laughs> the lucky bamboo up there. So thank you, Miss Judy Gasway, for those beautiful gifts. I want to mm -hmm. thank you. And um, again, thank you, Miss Annalise, for sharing your insight and your wisdom with us. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And I also want to remind everybody that please remember, feedback is always welcome. Remember that all the links that Annalise mentioned will be posted down in the description box below. So please make sure you check out those gems down below. And again, if you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a like, hit that smash button over there. And if you want to continue getting all the great insight like Miss Emily shared and want to have more that you get, hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, oh, before I close out, we are now on iHeartRadio. But yeah, <laughs> before I close out. <laughs> Remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we will see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye.